KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. Everything from last night, throw that well out the window, sets it on fire, and then stomp on its charred remains. Because the Thunder just lost 126 to 96 to the Denver Nuggets. And the last I checked, basketball does not have golf rules, Christine. Uh, you have to have more points than your opponent in order to win. So unfortunately, Oklahoma City is now 14-20 and 20 following a 30-point defeat at home to the Northwest Division rival. And because anytime you think about Oklahoma City, you think about the Northwest part of the United States. So let's talk about it. And like I said, that is Christine. That's Christine Butterfield. She's here. Hi. Hello. It's my voice. Yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah. No, it's not. I Matt, mean, eh. Matt Burton with the vibes. Yellow. How are the vibes? Are they off? Uh, the Thunder's vibes were off. I mean, our, our vibes, vibes are, are good. good. Our vibes are always good. <laughs> I'm not complaining about our vibes. I right. think the Thunder's vibes were, uh, they were uh, pretty yeah. trash tonight. Especially right when it began. <laughs> the Thunder <laughs> lose by 30, but trust me, the the Nuggets started the game off, I think it was a 13-0 run to start the game I think off. it was a 13-0 yeah. run before, before into Oklahoma's- like, what, five minutes at least? Maybe yeah. seven? Yeah, Oklahoma City didn't, uh, didn't score until it was already 13 to nothing. And mathematically, yeah, like I know, I I understand simple math. Uh, that is only thir- thirteen points, not thirty. But really, the game was over at that point. Oklahoma City just whatever it was they had last night because Atlanta, if you guys remember, started off the game fairly well. They scored thirty three points in the first quarter, which is you know by NBA even NBA measures, it's a little little more than most NBA coaches are willing to give up. Uh, but Oklahoma City, you know, they stayed steady and they eventually found some rhythm. And they took it to Atlanta. Now, Atlanta's defense is laugh-out-loud trash. Denver's a little bit better, although Denver has been kind of up and down this season. They're 18-15 and 15 now after the win. Uh, but, Christine, like, was this just the case of second half of back-to-back, just rusty? And, you know, we talked about last night where everybody, except for Justin Jackson, everybody that played for the Thunder last night had a phenomenal game, and it just kind of came back down to earth, it looked like. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like the opposite, you know, Everyone was playing so great last night. I kind of thought going into tonight, I was like, you know what? I have a feeling they're going to look a little cold because every single time the Thunder has a game where every single player contributes, every single player is scoring pretty well. The following night, they tend to kind of fall off a little bit. And we saw that tonight. I mean, they literally, before Mike Muscala made that three to end the first quarter, they were shooting 9% from behind the arc. 9%. I believe they were. I believe they were three of twenty-one from the three-point line in the first half, and no free throws. Yeah, uh, zero. The first free throw came at about the eleven eleven forty-six mark of the third quarter when Darius Baisley went to the line. But I mean, Matt, the bench outscored the starters. And remember, Al Horford didn't play last night, so you get Al Horford inserted inserted into the starting lineup. So you think, okay, it's you know he's a really good player. He's better than. You know what the Thunder have to throw out out there, like Isaiah Roby for speaking, uh, for instance. Uh, no Hamadou Diallo tonight, of course, uh, the second game out with a right groin injury. Uh, I don't know if he would have helped that much, but the Thunder bench outscored the starters in the first half. And, I mean, are we going to throw some shade at Shea Gillis-Alexander, at Lou Dort? I mean, w- w- 
what was it? I mean, the first half was just atrocious. Yeah, the uh, frankly, the Thunder couldn't throw one into the ocean tonight. That's really what it was. They couldn't throw one into the ocean, and uh, guys, it's not like it's not like Denver was shooting contested jumpers and they were the Thunder were making them earn it. No, they they were shooting open shots. Michael Porter Jr. Most of those threes open. He was he was open, and the Thunder were just letting them shoot open shots. The I don't know what it was, but the Thunder's defense tonight was just they were uh, going anywhere. They were, they were they were nowhere to be found, and they were stuck ball watching. And then it would get removed or moved to the other side, and they would just be like, "Oh, oh no!" Yeah, ball watching, I would imagine, is not very fun. For them, I don't think so. No. For anyone, no. Matt, no. do you like ball watching? <laughs> mm, no. No, your father would be upset about that. He would Chris, be very upset. Christine, about do you like ball watching? Not a fan. Not a fan. Hmm. Matt, why are you giggling? What? No, I was just <laughs> looking at something. I was just <laughs> looking at something on the computer screen. It made me laugh. Who me? It made me laugh. On the someone told me a joke. Um, <laughs> Veronica wrote a very funny <laughs> joke today. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember. Me. I just remembered something from earlier. So sorry. Trust me, the Anchorman quotes are coming fast yes. and furious in this post game show. This is what happens. No one cares. This is what happens when you get beat by like thirty. So. Aren't fun. I don't recommend them to people. Well, it couldn't have come at a better time because Thunder fans are still basking in the ambience that is watching Kate Cunningham drop forty on the Oklahoma Sooners. Oh show. yeah, absolutely. Like, so like Thunder fans, it's funny that in the span of twenty four hours, they went, man. We were at two-game winning streak. That's awesome. They just beat the crap out of Trey Young and the Hawks. That's awesome. And then they watched Cade Cunningham uh, score 40 points. I think he scored 20 of his points in the final 10 minutes of regulation and then into overtime and helped beat Oklahoma on the road. Oklahoma ranked number 7 in the country. So great win for Cade and Oklahoma State. And Thunder fans see that and go, oh, yeah, that's that's actually what's important. Not beating the Hawks, not beating yeah, the Spurs. Yeah, they forgot. <laughs> you know, it's like Thunder fans are like, oh, wait, oh, my gosh, this team can win. I forgot. This is amazing. I love watching my team win. And then they remembered, oh, got to keep our eyes on the prize, bro. Got to tank to. for Cade. Have to. And uh, I think there are some Thunder fans that are like uh, Cade Cunningham no matter what. Like Cade whatever Cunningham it takes. or bust. Whatever, whatever it takes to get him. Give away all the picks that the, that you got in the Shea Gildas Alexander Paul George trade. Give them all away. I don't care. I want Cade Cunningham. So let's build the conspiracy theory here. Yes. So I would imagine you know the, the Thunder have been practicing all day, shoot around. I mean the 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 game would suggest otherwise, but you know by right. in theory they're they're professionals, so they shot around this morning. Mm-hmm. We're probably around with each other the entire time. Sam Presti's probably like, hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? You want want me to play some drums for you or whatever? And then they sit down and watch Bedlam, and then Sam Presti's like, all right, guys. Remember, this is the important thing. So uh, don't maybe don't hit any of your shots. Maybe don't even get to the foul. No, line. you know how right. this happened. This this is this is what happened. They were shooting around, having a normal practice. Things were good. They were feeling themselves after that two game winning streak. Sam Presti's like, "Hey guys, let's come to the film room real quick." Plays Cade Cunningham's highlight from today. Be like, "Remember this kid? Yeah, we want him still." It'd be cool if he was your teammate, huh? Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind when you go out tonight. Shay and Lou are like, ah, fellow Canadian, eh? Why not? As Matt Burton takes a swig <laughs> of something that looks clear, and I'm going to assume is water. It is water. Because it's in a... Are we sure? Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Mm, good thing it's not Dasani. Darius Baisley with 22 points, 8 of 16 from the floor. He was the leading scorer for Oklahoma City. Um, but those 22 points were very, 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 very... Could not be any more hollow 
Uh, it was like Pantera. It was so hollow. 13 points for Shea Gillis Alexander. Six assists, five rebounds, five of 11 from the floor. Not very aggressive at all, but the entire team kind of played like that. Al Horford, Lou Dort, Teo Maladon combined for nine points. Yeesh. So you're starting five just... Mm. They each had mm. nine points? Oh, no. Starting no, no, five no. combined. No, combined. combined. Yep. 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 The starting five combined for 45 points. 45. Which, you know. I don't think you're going to win many games when that happens. Yeah, it's not good. To be fair, Lou Dort shot under uh, Ryan Chapman's so-called 10 shots maximum. Yeah. So, I guess he's... <laughs> he realized, you know, I'm not making it tonight. I'm a. I'm a yeah, are you happy now, Ryan? They lost by 30. <laughs> not, not only did the bench outscore the uh, starters in the first half, they outscored them the entire game. I mean, 52 points for the bench. Ty Jerome with 15. We're going to talk about him in a second. Isaiah I- Roby? Oh, we are going to talk about him <laughs> in a second. Look at Isaiah Roby almost getting a triple double. 15 points, seven assists, nine rebounds. What a kid. Kenrich Williams continues his very surprising and consistently good play. 12 points, five of six from the floor with five rebounds. Mike Muscala, Justin Jackson rounded out with eight and two, respectively. Uh, let's just get right into the Thunder player of the game because I want to talk about Ty Jerome. Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Shouldn't be that all surprising, but Ty Jerome is my player of the game mainly because Shucker. mainly because like it's second game in the Thunder uniform. You know, fun, fun, fun. Uh, played fairly well, especially in the point of the game where it was quite technically competitive. I think the Nuggets still had a double-digit lead, but, you know, we've seen NBA teams go cold for an entire quarter. The Thunder can very well come back, and Ty Jerome was hitting shots, so cool. But not only that, Matt Burton made me privy to the fact that uh, Phoenix Suns read it. Yes. And for those who aren't <laughs> very internet-savvy, it. uh, it's just a message board. Just like inter- Phoenix Suns message board is so salty after Ty Jerome's performance last night. And I would I would assume, Matt, they're not very happy about this one as well. No, I think they're full. Like, yesterday was like a, well, what the heck? I mean, come on. Like, come on. I think today tonight might be like a full-on, like, meltdown. Because, <laughs> Panic mode? Because they were just, they were kind of trashy. And I, I'm, I'm not on Reddit like that. It's one of my buddies named Tyler. He uh, He's on Reddit. The NBA Reddit is it Tyler team. Hero? It is not Tyler Hero. I'm not friends with Tyler Hero, but uh, I would like to be if, if he, he seems like a cool friend. But anyways, nice, uh, nice Tyler, my buddy Tyler is on is pretty uh, is pretty online on the Reddit scene, and he said that the Suns Reddit was just losing their mind. They were like, well, I mean, this guy was just terrible. He shouldn't even been in the league last year. And then now he's just like playing good minutes for Oklahoma City. <laughs> just, just milk, man. Can't just deny milk. it. But yeah, no, he's my player of the game too. Makes your bones. It's crazy. Strong. He's, he's a really, he's a good player that can do some things and, like, I don't know, kind of gets me like, gets you what, Matt? He kind of gets me excited for what he could for, ball for what he could do. Yeah, for what he could do uh, for this rotation the going vibes forward. Are like, right now, which is weird to say about a player who went to Virginia, the most boring <laughs> school. To watch play basketball I, ever. I know Malcolm Brogdon's like an awesome player, but you wouldn't know it if you watched him play like eighty games. No, he went like, to Virginia, yeah. where they're comfortable winning a college basketball game forty-one to thirty-five. Yeah, I cannot stand to watch Virginia play. So boring. Uh, I'm not gonna go with Ty Jerome though, even though he has impressed me for the two games we've seen him more than I thought that he would. So shout out to Ty Jerome, but I want to make it a little bit more interesting. And I'm going to give it to my guy, Isaiah Roby. And you might be thinking, Christine, how can you say that when Darius Baisley scored 22 points? Well, Darius well, Baisley... Well, she hates Darius Baisley, that's why. 
I don't hate Darius Baisley. I just, for some reason, Darius Baisley's points, I feel like, are always understated. Like, I feel like they're always, like, a quiet 22 or, like, a quiet 12. Are you, are you suggesting he needs to scream more? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I'd be, be more aggressive. more and one, like you know? yelling and ones. Yeah, like his dunks the other night, those were those were great. But, you know, like tonight I saw multiple times where he, you know, was like trying to mess around too much. And, you know, he went three of eight from behind the arc. Like Dion Waiters with a loud three points. Sure. So <laughs> I'm going to go Sorry, with Isaiah, Isaiah Roby anyways. You know, I really think he's great at pushing the pace in transition, making sure he's there on both sides of the floor. And he made some really great moves. He had a big block. And uh, I mean, to be fair, it was, you know, in the fourth quarter when they're already down by like 30. So the Nuggets aren't really trying at that point. But just for him to get these really big moments that are going to be key in his development and continuing to show that he can come into the Thunder as a very solid player off of the bench, getting those shots in, being efficient. He was 5 of 10 from the floor, and when he got to the line, he was 80%, which is exactly what you want from someone in the NBA. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Isaiah Roby tonight. Matt? Oh, I already said You Ty said Ty Jerome. Oh. Oh, yeah. Brady wasn't listening because just the... I can't hear you The Phoenix my hair. Suns blaze... <laughs> Of the Reddit has made him put on his sunglasses, it's so just, he just, just can't see. It's just funny. It's it just, is. It's hilarious. It's just funny to me. Nikola, Nikola Jokic with the most casual triple-double possibly so in NBA casual. history. 19 points, Super 11 rebounds, cash. 13 assists. Al Horford did nothing to stop him. Jamal Murray leading the way for the Nuggets with 26 points. And Michael Porter Jr., which this is his second game against the Thunder, right? He didn't play in the first two games against Oklahoma City. Oh. If, Thing. He was so, injured one game, and then he was, I believe, out for health and safety protocols in the in the beginning of the season when Oklahoma City played. Uh, and if that's true, if you all remember, in the bubble, Michael Porter Jr. was at 36 or 38 points against Something. Oklahoma City. Like, he just torched Oklahoma City. <laughs> Something wild. He had 14 points in the first quarter uh, tonight. Ended up with 20 and 10 rebounds. Uh, so six points the rest of the way, but the damage was already done. So, Michael Porter Jr., the early leader in the clubhouse for the next Andrew Wiggins against Oklahoma City? Oh, it has to be. Fair. Fair. It has to be. And I love watching Nikola Jokic play. He might be my favorite player to watch play because he plays basketball like he hates basketball. Yeah, how many Doc (laughs) many Doc Peppers does he have this morning, Matt? (laughs) Uh, About 15. He must have had about 15 (laughs) Doc Peppers. 15 Doc Peppers. But no, he was, (laughs) it was closing in on halftime and you're just like watching Jokic. He doesn't wow you. But then you look up and he has 10 points, 9 assists, and 8 rebounds. And you're like, oh, well, he's like doing everything. Did you hear that quote? Uh, what was it like a week or so ago when somebody asked, like, what, what are the similarities between you, Nikola Jokic, and LeBron James? And he was like, oh, the, the athleticism, <laughs> ability to run the floor. <laughs> he just smiled the whole time. Right. So He's a funny guy. No, I, lo- I love Jokic. He's I love watching him play. He's a funny guy, just like the performance that we watched tonight. Oklahoma City loses 126 to 96, falling to 14 and 20 on the year. The Thunder are back in action after quite a little bit of a long break uh, in terms of regular season basketball. Uh, they don't play again until Wednesday night down in Dallas against Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. But we got more from this game, from around the NBA, and from the Thunder's rest of their first half 
of the schedule. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? What's this song called, Matt? It's called Destroy and Rebuild. Really? There's layers to this. I like wow. it. Wow. There's layers to this postgame. What a vibe! It's from Nas, it's, it's a, it's know, by high. Nas from the Stillmatic. Um, oh, Nas is. Yeah, a, yeah. I would imagine of the a king. I would imagine of the post game shows going on in the region. This is probably one of the more highbrow ones. Yeah, that's what people say whenever they <laughs> they talk to me about this show. Our listeners, your, your humor and just everything about your show, very highbrow. Our, our listeners typically probably drink from a, a very nice vintage wine. You know, like with their smoking jackets on, you know, responsibly, I should say. Right. And, uh, you know, they're reading Faust, you know, in between takes. So, um, no, I, I want our listeners it. to, you know, just drink an entire bottle of like Kentucky Deluxe or something. Ooh. Just something so, like some well, you're drinking well tequila, well rum. You're drink. you're not drinking top shelf. You're drinking from the well. There you go. I mean, the Thunder's defense looked like it was, it was tonight. Down in the well, yes. Like, I, what is a pick and roll, and how does one defend it? I think I heard Kenrich Williams say that to Mark Dagnalt, but I could be wrong because I can't hear anything because I was watching it on TV. The Thunder lose 126-96 to to the Denver Nuggets. Brady Trantham here alongside Christine Butter-Field. That is three different names with a hyphen. And Matt Burton. That's I am Matt Burton on Twitter. That's CB on Sports on Twitter for her and I am at Brady Does Sports because social media is the most important thing and clout is all that we're chasing. I think, you said I think you're chasing clout on your phone right now, Christine, because you were looking at your phone. Texting my mom. Does your mom Hi, have Christine's a Twitter mom. account? Do I need to plug your mother's Twitter account? No, she doesn't know what a Twitter is. Does she have an Instagram? No. What if she had a MySpace? <laughs> and what if you weren't on her top eight? Ooh. Oh, oh no. burn. No, she thought Facebook was too Love confusing. It. I agree. That's Luann. Facebook is a wasteland. I thought mine was too confusing, too. And then about four years ago, mine got hacked. And then I was even more confused. So <laughs> I just haven't been back on since. I never I was... go on, but it is so crazy now. There's that, way too much. Is that why I got pictures from your Facebook account? Pictures? Yeah, probably. I, well, if How it was from look? Facebook, it wasn't me. I, I mean, would just they, text them They to look you. great. I would just text them to you. You know what else? You know what didn't look great, though? The, the Thunder's Thunder. offense, defense, and even their special teams. Hate to see it. There's three phases. <laughs> All three phases. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems like like the, these tail kickings, they weren't very frequent at the beginning of the year. And as time has gone on, it feels like if there are, let's say there are four games a week, the Thunder are probably going to win one, maybe two of them, depending on if, like if, if they play the Lakers back to back, they're going to lose you know those two right off the bat. But even that week when they played the Lakers back to back, two overtime games. So of four games in a week, the Thunder could win one or two, be competitive in the other one or two, and then they just get blown out. So Christine, from just a pure basketball standpoint, understanding how all these seasons go, where some teams kind of surprise everybody at the beginning of the year. And then once you get more film out there on them, everybody knows how to defend all these cute players that they had never heard of. You know, then everything starts to rise to the top, and then frauds start to fall back. And I'm not saying Oklahoma City is a fraud because they're much better than the Clevelands of the world, than maybe even the Atlantas of the world, after what we saw last night. But it just really seems like 
when Oklahoma City plays teams that are just by far more talented than them, most times than not, they're just going to get run. Well, yeah, I I think everyone was expecting that though. It's I would never look at this game or you know this matchup against the Thunder and the Nuggets and think, oh wow, I think the Thunder really have a shot at this one. At that point, you're just trying to contain as much as possible and try to seem competitive throughout that game. So I knew this wasn't going to be a happy ending for Oklahoma City tonight. But to be fair, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. <laughs> like, frankly, like just their shooting was awful. Their defense was laughable. It was like their defense was like the trash that Oscar Grouch sits in every day. Like, I don't oh, know how. Don't, don't, don't bring up Oscar's poor situation. <laughs> he's trying. Is he, though? I think he seems very content just kind of hanging out I in know. his can. You That's can- a vibe. That is a vibe right there. Sometimes people can just be happy. Yeah, I think he's kind of content, but the Thunder definitely aren't content in this loss. All I'm gonna like, all I'm gonna say is this kind of brought everyone back down to earth. I feel like with how the Thunder's outlook for the season is going to be, because I think when you see this talent, this athleticism, their chemistry when they're all on, it's fun to watch. It gives you hope for the future and you think maybe they'll actually pull it together and, you know, maybe surprise a bunch of other people that aren't following the team. And then they play games like this and you're like, oh, right, that's right. (laughs) When they play against huge stars in the NBA and they can't get their, you know, their three shot to fall, then they're kind of just a little bit lost. And that's I feel like they're just going to have nights like this and you just kind of got to take it for what it is and move forward. Well, I mean, Matt, I mean, this week's a really good example anyway, just because they play the Heat on Monday, they play the Spurs, and they play the Hawks, and now tonight they play Denver. Well, the two games they lost, Miami and Denver, just from a pure matchup standpoint, they do not match up well at all uh, if you're Oklahoma City. And a lot of it can just be simply put, one team has Bam Adebayo, right. the other team tonight has Nikola Jokic. I mean, is it that simple? Because I mean, the first quarter it was Michael Porter Jr. had little to do with Nikola Jokic, but the very fact that he's on the floor, it makes everything a little bit more tense on the perimeter. So when Oklahoma City's playing teams that have you know, bigs that can impact the game, not just offensively, but the entire like the entire groundwork of the game, like Oklahoma City just really doesn't have a prayer. No, they really don't. And and especially like I mean Al Horford is a good he is a good big man. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like but Nikola Jokic is probably the best big man in the NBA. Sands Joel Embiid this year, maybe, but I would still take. Just wait till Oklahoma City plays Philly. I would still take Jokic, but that's the thing is they they don't have especially when Al Horford is not on isn't on the floor. uh, They are going to give up a bunch of rebounds. (laughs) Like I mean, what what did they give up tonight? They were old minus twelve. Yeah, minus twelve. They had twelve less rebounds than the uh, Nuggets, but I don't know. It's and another thing too. The Thunder are okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to find find the words here because they're not bad by any means. They, like we like we just said, they're not Cleveland bad. They're not Minnesota bad. Like they they can compete in most games, but whenever you get to like the Miamis, the Denver's, where a team is just way has way more talent on it, like I think that those are the games where OKC struggles the most. I think. Well, now, Christine, it's your job to tell Matt that he's wrong. Yes, and that he's and an awful person. I would that... probably agree with. Seems you. really personal. I'd well, probably agree got, with you. Radio is like very personal. We got to make things personal. Well, look, um, and look him in the eye when you do so. 
<laughs> I wish people could see that face. Oh my gosh. I know, it's uh, such a beautiful face. You missed it. That was an ugly face. That was. It really was. Oh, okay. Okay. It was just my normal face. <laughs> How dear you try to put this back on it was a rest, It's a resting vibe face. No. Well, oh this. my gosh. <laughs> and plus, what were, what were, what did the uh, Nuggets shoot in the first half? Were they like 66% they, from the I'm, floor? Like? They were 70% from the, from the three. Yeah, I so don't like, know what they were from the floor, but I knew they were like 70 They were 70%. And I remember before Mike Muscala made that three, the Thunder were 9%, right. and then Muscala made that, and they were 16%. Maybe makes. it's just a it's just a perfect storm. One team could miss, and then the Thunder, literally, like I said, couldn't throw one in the ocean. Well, Oklahoma City took twelve threes in the first quarter because, like like we said, the floodgates got open. Denver opened up the game up thirteen to nothing. They took twelve threes. They hit two of them, which means they only hit one more three the entire first half. <laughs> so, and the fact that they didn't shoot any free throws in the first half means that they were settling. They've for done this a before. Yeah, like, they they did they were it. Just they did it in the fourth quarter against Miami when Miami opened up the fourth quarter on a fourteen zero run. Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that they were three of twenty-one from the three heading into the second half. So they were shooting. I think that's what like fourteen percent, eleven percent, somewhere around there. I'm pretty sure it's fourteen percent. But they were shooting fourteen percent, I believe, from behind the three. So I'm thinking, okay, so your game plan: every time you get the ball, move the ball around a lot, make sure there's space in the lane, and attack the bucket every single time because you're either going to be able to make a basket and get an easy two points, or get to the free throw line and be able to make some easy free throws. And they did that for a while on every single possession and they scored 10 straight points. And then they made the deficit from 18 points to 13. So even though that's only like a five point stretch, still they were able to knock that down a tad and make the game seem more competitive. And then they're like, oh wait, we're kind of coming back. So let's Go back to shooting from behind the arc. No. No, you're still cold. There's still nothing happening for you. Keep attacking the lane. Make those mid-range jump shots. And then get back on defense and actually look like you like you can move your feet and not get caught up ball watching. I don't know. That was just me. And so then, of course, when that happened, they just extended the lead. The Denver Nuggets extended the lead out again to 20 points. Then it went to 23. Then 25. And then 30, like we saw. So... When you don't shoot well and then you decide not to attack the lane, that's what's going to happen. So I'm watching Jurassic Park earlier today. Okay. So you know the part where they turn all the power back on, like when the the girl is like hack. Remember when hacking was a thing in the 90s? Um, she hacked everything. She got the power back on. And then Sam Neill calls the guy who runs the park and says, hey, the phones are working. And they think, oh, everything's okay. And then all of a sudden the glass breaks. And it's like, oh, gosh, that raptor is like breaking through the door. And then Sam Neill like shoots that shotgun and then it cuts to the next scene where the shotgun's on the floor and then the window has three bullet holes. And my whole thing is, how the hell are you 10 feet away from a gigantic dinosaur with a shotgun and you missed him? And he's trying to break through glass, so he's not like running around and like dodging anything. He's, he's literally right there and you missed. That's how Oklahoma City shot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Because it wasn't like Denver was just blitzing them on the perimeter and making everything tough. There were so many open opportunities, and Oklahoma City just couldn't hit them. You know, sometimes it's going to happen, and most teams that happens every other night, but not every team is lacking in talent as much as Oklahoma City. So when they don't hit those sh- wide open shots, 
boy, does it really showcase itself in the flow of the game and then, of course, on the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I did not know who was going to jump I, in I there, but now I am going again, to jump in. highbrow. Because I'm very... Yes, because I am very professional. Um, Jeff Goldblum. I know that Sam Neill. Uh, know Jeff that. Goldblum, what a king. Right? He's great. I, I love, love him. Jeff Did Goldblum. you see the uh, James Corden's parody of My dad's going to send Thank me a text next. here in a second, I know. <laughs> and it's called Jeff Thank Goldblum. You, Jeff. Show off. No, he's going to uh, say about the, uh, I don't know, there's a certain reference to Jeff Goldblum in Pineapple Express that I can't say Aww, on the air. That's and so sad. My dad loves that. So. I yeah, love he's going to say. Yeah, I can't say that on the air. But yeah, no, this was just, I mean, hey, some there's you're playing 72 games. There's going to be a game where you just can't hit anything. And that was it tonight. That was the game tonight. They just couldn't hit anything. But why does it have to be against Denver all the time? Because Denver's good at basketball. Not because I think it's because Nikola Jokic hates basketball, and so he makes everyone else that is playing against him hate basketball. I think that there has to be something. Well, there. let's make let's let Thunder fans have a little bit of fun. Let's let's all join hands and and laugh at Denver because they showed that clip. Who was it against? Where they had a, oh the Wizards, the Wizards, like a four on one. <laughs> they had a four on one fast break, and the the Nuggets are down two. It's like one twelve to one ten Washington, and there are a few seconds left in the game. And they get a steal, four on one fast break, and then all of a sudden everybody fans out to the perimeter. And no one goes to the basket, and so the guy, I can't remember, it might have been Will Barton, uh, takes a three, and he just misses it, and that's how the game is. No, yeah, Jamal Murray is driving down. There's one guy in the lane. (laughs) There's one guy in the lane. The guy in the lane comes out to stop Jamal Murray. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., the Campazzo, Campazzo, is that how you say his name? Yes. Uh, Yeah, Campazzo, and then someone else. It might have been Will Barton. They all go out to the three. Michael Porter Jr. goes to the corner. And they're all the same spot. Campazzo goes to the wing, and then Will Barton follows him. No one goes to the wide open. It couldn't be any more wide open. The basket couldn't. To to tie it up and send it to overtime. They all fan out to the three, and Jamal Murray's like trying to pass the basket, and he's like, uh, what the what the heck? Where is everyone? And then throws out to uh, it was Campazzo who ended up missing it. But I'm just like, dude, what is what is going on? This is the this is the analytics NBA. Well, speak, this is it. Speaking of your dad, I, I wonder how he would have felt watching that in real time. Uh, he probably would have thrown something. Coach Burton, shout out. Yeah, Christine, how would your mom have felt about that? Um, probably she would have yelled at the TV a bunch. She follows. She follows basketball. She's she's a good watching fan. Is she uh, a screamer? Like when her team isn't playing. She well? is. Oh, she's a big screamer. Good. I yeah. Love it. I love she's the passion. very passionate. Yes, very passionate about her team. So she'll be like, you know, like, what are you doing, and everything like that. What's the angriest you have seen your parents watching a game? Oh, as a fan? easy. Okay. My, after uh, mine's really quick. I'm sorry, Christine, cut you off. But uh, no, you're good. Uh, my dad after the OU Oregon football game, the 06 one. Uh, yes, I that was, Oregon game. I was there right in front of the onside kick. I, I, that one that's ugly so my mom and my dad my dad high jumped at kansas my mom went to k-state so anytime they played each other in football or basketball my dad would watch the game downstairs my mom would watch the game upstairs and you would just hear opposite yelling the for like three hours and my brother and I would just stay in our rooms. We're like, nope, we're not, we're not engaging in any of this. Because you would hear, you know, like one person would be like, yeah, and then one person would be like, oh, you idiot. Well, Christine, you're an alum of the University of Oklahoma, so I'm gonna assume uh, when football is played, I know where your loyalties lie. What about your brother? My brother could not give 
two about football or sports at all. Like, he did not know that Kyler Murray was originally at Texas A&M. That's my brother. (sighs) (laughs) You're welcome. Well, well. it's that fun time of the show where we do the fun segment that applies so very well to this team, this season, the future, and especially coming off of a Cade Cunningham 40-point performance in... Uh, this morning's, this afternoon, afternoon, like brunch time for Oklahoma. Late brunch time. Yeah, it was brunch. You know, That's not br- brunch. It was late brunch. Late brunch. Yeah, right when brunch is closing. Uh, it started at two. The game did. So yeah. Christine mm-hmm. just got all mad. It's closing time. You know time. who we know about brunch? Madison Morris. Yep. I'm gonna just leave that there. We're good. Tanking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're going, we're going tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! I'll throw a curveball at everybody. Stop! Don't steal what I was gonna do. I'm probably not going to. Okay. The true tank commander of this game is everybody that sat and watched it. So that's going to include <laughs> going to include us. us. So yeah, I'm going to say us. My tank commander of the game is Cade Cunningham for <laughs> reminding everyone why the Thunder should be losing today. I would have said Austin Reeves, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't even know where to start. Speaking of, we are what 18 days from spring. So just a reminder to mow the lawn, everybody. It's, all, it's oh, We're almost there. Gracious. Oh. Goodness gracious. Yes! <laughs> I'm going to go with the combination of Lou Dort and uh, Teo Maladon. I'd go Teo, yeah. Yeah. Either, either one of those. And Al his first bad, I'm sorry. His first, Teo was 0 of 6. His yeah. first true bad game in a while. A while. Yeah. I mean, that that is a Darius Baisley game without the rebounds. Right, it's, right. Uh, Teo with had, assists instead of rebounds. Yeah, Teo exactly. had five assists and a steal, but yeah, 0, 0 for 6, Only 0 for one 5 from 3. Yeah. yeah. Just Wait a minute, did anyone... Ugh. I know we already pointed this out. Isaiah Ruby with 15. He almost had seven assists. He was close. He was creeping up. Was he anyone's player of the game? He was mine! He was, okay, okay, he was okay, cool. I, I, was about to, I was about to throw hands. You're, <laughs> yeah, no. you're getting mad on the radio. Back, no one gets mad on the radio. No one has no ever made one. a career about being mad on the radio. Nope, not one. Ever. Not feeding off of our baser instincts and actions. No one has ever done that. Maybe you should maybe you should uh, think about it, though, Christine. You know what? I might turn some tables. Yeah. And no one has ever been fake mad to generate listens or clicks or, or anything clicks. like that. Yeah, or like my one might say clickbait, but that's never right. been done. No, 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 no. Especially no one in a sports market. I need to go to the market. I don't have any food in my fridge. I'm not looking forward to going home and not having anything to eat. Insomnia is probably open. Oh, why did <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I know. That? I know. <laughs> sorry, free advertising. I know. I'm sorry, yeah, but uh, the cookies. Denver Nuggets. Get you some cookies. Never, nu- never forget that uh, Thunder practice last year, where you uh, you had an insomnia order of like six cookies, and we interviewed you about it. Yeah, it's isn't it still pinned on your Twitter? It's great. It's if great you thing. if you haven't seen it, go to Brady's Twitter at Brady Does Sports and watch it. It's it's a good time. Yeah. Dylan Buckingham's there. I'm there. Ryan Chapman is also there. Remember when I looked like that? Yeah. You still look like that. You still look good. What? Well, I mean, what? It's, it's the hair. It is. It's all in the hair. I don't even know if we're on Twitch, but find us on Twitch if you want to watch us. I haven't turned us on, but I can turn us on. Oh. I know you will. <laughs>
My mom's yelling at you. I'm sorry, Mrs. Butterfield. Sorry. Mama Butterfield, shout out wherever you're listening. Thank you for giving us Christine. Matt Burton here. Christine Butterfield. Brady Trantham, 126-96 Denver beats Oklahoma City. The Thunder fall to 14-20, and they've got Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to think about it before they go down to Dallas and play our friends, the Dallas Mavericks, the next Thunder game. But stay tuned, please, because we've got to go around the association with Mr. Matt Burton. So stay tuned here on 107.7 Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. So what's the significance of this song? It's going to be me. Oh, no. This is just... It's going to be, be me. Just that we, we like this song. Yeah, so. I mean, we love it. Dance naked to it. This one's more just an inside, you know, oh, inside yeah. joke thing. That's Matt Burton's voice. Hi, this That's is Christine mine. Christine Butterfield's voice, and I'm Brady Trantham's voice. Yeah, <laughs> just like that game we all watched and loved and enjoyed as a community of Oklahomans and uh, people who root for the Thunder who aren't Oklahomans. Which uh, welcome to the show, and also shout out to the OKC82 podcast listeners, because this is also the OKC82 podcast. If you catch a little bit of the show, but you're like, oh, I wanted to catch the beginning, the whole thing, well, don't worry. It goes up on the OKC82 podcast feed every night for your next day Thunder consumption. If you want to relive this game, which more power to you. Where can you consume said podcast? Anywhere you listen to podcasts. So that Like is- Spotify? And Google Play? Or SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, but not I'm Stitcher. We don't. We, yeah. no, we, we ain't. We, we don't mess with. We ain't about that. No, I'm just kidding. I think we got it on Stitcher. Yeah, we got it on Stitcher. Yeah, one twenty six and ninety six. Oklahoma City just took a spanking. It was like the Thunder got punished for beating the Spurs at the last second, and Sam Presti's <laughs> like, "This is what you get when you the- go against my plan." <laughs> he was like David Hasselhoff on uh, Dodgeball. You have brought shame on your houses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yelling at the German team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the Thunder's defense's absence was noticeable tonight. I mean, it was early and often. Denver opened up the game up thirteen to nothing. Michael Porter Jr. Uh, now, I guess he's a Thunder killer. Had fourteen points in the first quarter. Twenty points overall for him to go along with ten rebounds. Nikola Jokic with a triple double: nineteen, eleven, and thirteen. <laughs> And Jamal Murray had 26 points. And I guess Ryan Chapman's going to be happy because Lou Dorr only took six shots. Yeah, hope you're Finally. happy, Ryan. Hope you're happy, Ryan. Thunder lost by 30. Yeah. See what happens. So, like, that theory's been put to the test, and let me tell you, it failed this evening. So we needed Lou Dort to take about 30 shots. <laughs> and let me tell that you, that would have made the game that much more fun to watch. That's like, Lou the Dort, difference. Just ice, clear out. Iso. Give him the ball. I want some Lou Dort transition threes in my life. I love a good Lou Dort transition three. Who Who doesn't? Who doesn't, to be honest? Pull-up jumper in transition, Lou Dort. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Will Michael Porter Jr., do you think by the end of his career, will he make his way onto the Thunder Killer Mount Rushmore? I mean, he's well on his way. 36 or 38 points in the bubble against Oklahoma City. And I believe that was an overtime win for Denver. I think it was Oklahoma City's only bubble regular season, or the seeding games is what they called them, only seeding game loss. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he'll. He won't replace Andrew Wiggins. I think Andrew Wiggins he's, has a firm. He's there to stay. Hold on Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah. And Amon Shumpert had like a three-game stretch where he just. Yeah, JJ Barea is definitely on the Thunder Killer Mount Rushmore playoff. Yeah. Yeah, JJ Barea, uh, Zach Randolph. Who would say Zach Randolph? You remember when Probably. Scott Brooks had the idea, like, okay, they've got a small guy. Let me go throw Nate Robinson out there to combat it, and it just man, it couldn't have been worse. Oh yeah, just bad, man. No. I really want Lamarcus Aldridge shooting his turnaround jumper on the Thunder Mount Rushmore. That game one, 2016 Western Conference. <laughs> Uh, it was the semis. Yeah, it was the semis because the uh, Warriors played in the final. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway uh, talk about that. Uh, Christine, what's your earliest Thunder memory? Oh, my gosh. Probably watching. I mean, you're all of 18, 19 years old now. So. Yeah. Just barely legal. Gosh. I, uh... <laughs> I, um... Carry on. I, I feel like it was. I don't remember the game. I just remember watching Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant together. I've never heard of those people. Will you please explain to me who they are? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like, a, it was like a triple double night. Kevin Durant Ke- gotta be Kevin Durant's a guy who got knocked out of the second round in the NCAA tournament, <laughs> and Russell Westbrook is a uh, he's a documentarian. Kevin Durant's that guy that played for the Warriors and is now on the Nets. Kevin Durant, I feel like he's into cupcakes. Am I getting that wrong? <laughs> who isn't into cupcakes? Yeah, you, you want to know who? Weirdos. Weirdos are not into cupcakes. Weirdos. Weirdos. And people. A on cupcake diets. sounds so good right now. Yeah. I know we deserve cupcakes. We really do. Uh, Matt, Christine, can any of your parents bring us cupcakes to the studio? Uh, my no. mother is in a place that's like seven hours away, so I, <laughs> I think that would be a long-term Kansas City <laughs> payoff. Somewhere. Denver. What's seven hours from Oklahoma City? I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blow up her spot. Corpus you know? Christi. Gonna, that's not my business to no, tell. No, that's farther. Oh wow, that's not my business to I, tell. I'm not a geographer, guys. <laughs> a geographer. And we have to count on Coach Burton to bring us some cupcakes. <laughs> Coach Burton, no, if he's you're probably listening. waiting for the show to be over so he can go to sleep. I he's... love some frost. What if he brought us cupcakes and he's like, actually, run suicides if you want them. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Easy money, hundred percent. I would. I saw. I saw a picture on Twitter like a few weeks ago, and it was, if you did this, like if you've done this, you know what this is. And it was just a basketball floor, and it was just the chart. It was a charted out suicide. <laughs> and I saw it. It gave me anxiety. Like, no. <laughs> no, I just had chips and salsa from from a. Oh, big truck taco. Support local. Support local. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, but before we get to the final thoughts, let's, uh, Matt, take us around the association, please. I would love to. Um, speaking, we were talking about how bad the Cavaliers were earlier in that the Thunder weren't Cavaliers bad. Uh, the Cavaliers beat the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in overtime in Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, 22 and 12 here, let me put my clothes back on yes. real quick. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Colin Sexton, 28 points, and Darius Garland, 25, to lead the way for the Cavs. Joel Embiid with 42 points and 13 boards in a loss to the Cavaliers at home. No bueno. The uh, Washington Wizards get a win at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sure everyone wants to know what Russell did tonight. 19 points, 12 assists, 14 rebounds. For him, Bradley Beal, 34 and 8 rebounds. 
that do anything for you? Nope. Moving on, nah. then. Moving on, then. Nothing moved. <laughs> the, <laughs> not even a nibble. Um, tough sub. <laughs> tough sub. <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs win 117-114 to 114 at home against the New Orleans Pelicans. Brandon Ingram had 29 tonight. Zion Williamson had 23 and 14 boards. DeMar DeRozan with 32 points and 11 assists to lead the way. For the Spurs, uh, go Spurs! I guess. Va Spurs, va. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, the Spanish. The Spanish. Okay, gotcha. Um, Spanish. The New York Knicks get a win uh, at home in the Garden. That's Boston Garden. I don't know why I did the. <laughs> I don't know why I did the Boston. This post game show what? is a travesty. This is terrible. <laughs> it, it's. The fitting of the game. <laughs> exactly. We try to have our post-game shows fit the game. I do, exactly. I play, you down, have to fit the I play down to the Thunder's level. Yeah, we, we didn't say I anything. I play down or up to the Thunder's level. It we, just depends. We didn't say anything for the first 13 seconds of the show because, you know, the 13-0 start. Sorry. The Knicks get a win in Madison Square Garden. I'm walking here um, against the Indiana Pacers, 110 <laughs> to 107. Uh, the leading scorer for the Pacers tonight. Dougie McBuckets. Doug McDermott had 20 tonight to lead the way for the Pacers. Uh, and Julius Randle had 28 points and 10 boards. A uh, couple more games. The Mavericks beat the Brooklyn Nets tonight, 115-98 to in Brooklyn. That's right, the Brooklyn Nets only scored 98 points. But I don't know. <laughs> they, had, they didn't have Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Had James Harden though, had 29 points to lead the way Old. for them. And then last game, the Utah Jazz get a win in Orlando, 124 to 109. Donovan Mitchell had 31 to lead the way for the Jazz, and uh, Nikola Vucevic, 34 to lead the way who'd for the, ja- the Magic. Who did the Jazz lose to last night? I can't remember. Do you remember? Don't. The Miami Heat. Ooh. Of course you remember. There you go, Brady. Jimmy Butler's, you know, they're turning it around. Utah over his over his lap and gave him a little paddle. <laughs> they're turning it around. About time. Yep. Sorry for the pick swap. <laughs> and uh, we not, all knew that wasn't going to turn out like it. Well, the like Rockets. We the Rockets are losing a lot of games, which is good. But if they keep but also losing bad, them, yeah, because like, it's top four it, protected. It needs to be you know the fifth pick or higher because if it's lower than that, yeah, it's just Houston's pick. It's just Houston. Houston gets Cade Cunningham, and then. Uh, uh, what's his name? Who's the Daryl GM? Whose name I just it just Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is just gonna laugh all the way in Philly. Like, <laughs> you made my Presty career, thought, Sam yeah. Presti, and you thought I gave you a good little pick swap. Guess what? <laughs> Burned you on the way out. Yeah. But Have we'll fun see. with Miami's twenty-two pick. Okay, moving ahead. Again, you know it's a Wednesday game for Oklahoma City, so a few days off. Dallas doesn't really have a big that frightens me down low because I mean I, I don't know what the status of Kristaps Porzingis is, but he's he is a perimeter big, so that of course helps the Thunder's cause. But Christine, you know when, when you've seen what Oklahoma City is capable of doing when they just don't hit shots for, I mean, what was it like a a four minute stretch where they couldn't hit anything, and then they shot, I mean not from the three but from the floor. They shot up probably around average the rest of the way, but just for a four-minute stretch, and it just blew this game wide open. And then you go into Dallas, and you're playing Luka. 
Yikes. I mean, like, it's just, it's astounding to me that if the Thunder don't get started early, it seems like they just can't recover a lot of the time. And we saw it, you know, in spades tonight. They just couldn't get anything going from the beginning, and it took Shea and Lou Dort. I mean, I think it was, like, in, in the middle of the first quarter with, like, seven minutes left, they'd only scored six points. Four of which from SGA, two of which from Ludort. And that's just, you know, unacceptable. And when you're going off of a night this cold, you have to pray that, a, like, you know, like four days of rest or, you know, just like a, a break from being on the basketball court could get their minds right and get them back into their groove a little bit. And maybe they'll be able to be a little bit more consistent and effective from the floor when they're going against the Dallas Mavericks because they're going to have to be a, a lot stronger than they were tonight to play anyone, let alone the Dallas Mavericks. So I just, I would hope that the Thunder are going to be coming back stronger than this because I don't know if it could get much worse. Yeah, Dallas is a really good offensive team. And if this Thunder defense plays anything like they did tonight, it's going to be exactly the same. It's going to be another 30-point loss. Well, I would say the hope would just be that, I mean, Dallas is, they're better they're, don't get me wrong, but they're essentially Western Conference Atlanta, right? In, but, in that they 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 shoot well, they score a lot of points, and the defense is just like ah, who cares, right? A lot of the times, right? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, yeah, it, if the Thunder play defense any way, like in any way, like they did tonight, uh, it's going to be another bad loss. But like you said, I, I don't think the Thunder should have any problems scoring against the Mavericks. Christine, if in two years I ask you to recall the Thunder Nuggets game where the Thunder lost 126-96 from two years prior, what one thing will you remember the most? I would remember Darius Baisley goofing off in the beginning of the game thinking that like he's like hot stuff and like he's like SGA and then he goes one of four from the first quarter and like yes, he put up 22 points, but I'm just thinking like, listen, you have to be more consistent if you're going to be acting like you're the number one player on the team because he's not that guy right now. I'm going to seriously remember that because I remember I was talking about it to Adam Francisco, friend of 107.7 The Franchise, and of the Suave Report. Yes, I was about to say um, about it because he was goofing off, and I was like, why are you goofing off? You're about to play against the Denver Nuggets. Like You shouldn't be messing around right now. And then he just kept not showing up until you know, like probably like the third quarter. So... That's honestly what I'm going to remember. Well, Christine, enjoy going home to your uh, Darius Baisley dartboard. Okay. Uh, Matt, same question. Uh, mine is also going to involve Darius Baisley, but uh, it's going to be RJ Hampton dunking on him because that was a very impressive yeah, dunk from RJ Hampton. That, <laughs> that was really impressive. It's rather unfortunate for our good friend Darius Baisley. Yes. Well, we did it. The Thunder didn't. As they lost 126-96 to to the Denver Nuggets. Like I said, they are back in action all the way until Wednesday. So enjoy your few days off from Thunder Basketball, which means a few days off from us. Uh, but we will be back Wednesday doing all the stuff, talking about the game that you just watched, and hopefully you enjoy it. But thank you once again to Matt Burton, Christine Butterfield, Ryan Chapman had the day off because he was covering that Bedlam game that we've now referenced five or six times. But it was fun, and Kate Cunningham's really good. Thunder lose 126-96. This is the first take Thunder postgame show on 107.7 The Franchise. Good night, Oklahoma.